Thanks for downloading this podcast. Make sure you subscribe to get the new messages every week. We appreciate your support. Enjoy the message. There is a power of resurrection that is in the inside of you. My prayer is that you will catch this revelation because when you catch this revelation, it's going to change your life forever. Paul was writing to the Romans in Romans 8, verse 11. He says, I don't know whether you heard it. It's not a different power. It is the same power that raised Jesus Christ from the dead when everybody, including the disciples, have given up on him. When nobody gave him a chance, God stepped in and released his power that raised Jesus from the dead. His detractors had kept bodyguards, guards to guard the tomb because Jesus had predicted. He said, you will kill me, you will crucify me, I will be dead, but I will rise again. And so when his detractors heard this, they saw that somehow Jesus had arranged for the disciples to steal his body so that they can say that he had risen from the dead. And they stationed soldiers to watch the tomb. But let me tell you this, it doesn't matter what the enemy has done to stop you. God will override in the name of Jesus. The Bible tells us that when it was time for God to raise Jesus from the dead, the angels came, put to sleep his detractors, and raised Jesus from the dead, showing that nothing can stop God's purpose for your life. The, the same power that raised Jesus Christ from the dead lives on the inside of you. It may seem in the natural that you are walking in the dark. You don't know where you are going. Let me say that in the unseen realm, you are shining. As I was meditating on this message, the Lord reminded me of Isaiah chapter 60 verse 1, which is actually uh, the portion that the Lord gave to us when we, as a promise, when we wanted to start the abundant life with fellowship. He says, arise. Some say, arise. Some say, arise. arise. Shine. In other words, it says, don't behave like you are still in the dark. So you have to arise in the inside. Stop sitting down on the inside. Stop giving up on the inside. Arise and shine, for your light has come. Toshua says, my light has come. It's already here. And the glory of the, when you talk about the glory, we are talking about all that God is. And the glory of the Lord has risen upon you. In other words, what he's saying is that God has released everything that he is on you. But it doesn't make any difference until you catch the revelation. Talk to somebody and say, catch the revelation. Because once you catch the revelation, it's going to change your world. And the glory of the Lord has risen upon you. For behold, he said, look, the darkness shall cover the earth. In other words, don't wait until the world changes before you know that there's a change in your life. As long as we live, there will be wars, there will be rumors of wars, people will be talking about inflation or deflation or yeah. bad economy and so on, but it doesn't matter what is going on in Egypt. God has placed you in Goshen. In Goshen, pandemics can't get into Goshen. Destruction can't get into Goshen. Look, darkness will always cover the earth and deep darkness the people. But the Lord will arise over you. If you are waiting until the inflation comes down, you're going to wait for a long time. But it doesn't matter the level of inflation God's going to provide for me. He's going to provide for my family. He's going to provide Jesus is going to provide for the Abundant Life Word Fellowship and the Word of Faith Ministry. It doesn't matter what the price of gas is. My tank is always going to be full. Somebody say amen to that. So well, don't wait for things to change in the world before you prosper because you can prosper in the midst of high inflation. When the inflation goes up, your income goes up. 
and rises above inflation. You can't wait for what is happening in Wall Street. You no, know, because you live in Goshen. So arise. Somebody says, so arise. In other words, come out of depression and oppression. Stop living like the people of the world do. Because they don't know what you know. They don't have what you have. So arise and shine for your light has come. Don't wait until things get better because things have already gotten better for you. And the glory of the Lord. The glory of the Lord has to do with the heaviness. The heaviness of the Lord. The provision of the Lord. The protection of the Lord. The revival of the Lord has Reason upon you. Look, look here. Darkness will always cover the earth, and deep darkness the nations. But the Lord will arise over you. In other words, the darker it is on the earth, the more the Lord arises over you. And his glory will be seen upon. In other words, God is going to use you as an example. And all of the people of the earth shall see and know that you are called by the name of the Lord, Michael, and they shall respect you. How is the world going to respect us if we live like the world? Sometime ago, I read a story about this man who lived in Alaska. Generations of his family had been heavily involved in the occult. His father was the head warlock in that whole area. I'm so glad that there's always a letter on. Because later, this man gave his life to Christ and got out of the occult. When you give your life to Jesus, you become a different person. For if any man is in Christ Jesus, he's a brand new creation. In the story I read that this man, this man said that his father could leave his physical body and travel in the spirit world. Now let me tell you, the Satan is real. But his God is more powerful. For in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, every knee shall bow in heaven, on earth, beneath the earth, and all tongues shall convey that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God. Say, my dad was like this. Whatever he did, he went to the extreme. Before he came to the knowledge of the Lord, he was involved in the underworld, in the occult. My mother has told me that people used to be afraid of my dad. When he became a Christian, every voodoo man feared us. They would mess with us. Don't mess with George who talks children because he's going to get you. But when my brother was born, in Africa, that first son is very important because he's the one that is going to take the family to the next level. So when my brother was born, he became sick. My father was not just somebody who just went to check on him. My father used everything that he had in the underworld to get my brother. Well, he couldn't. It was then that God sent missionaries to come and speak to my father about the Lord Jesus Christ. My mother told me, my father said to them, if your God can heal my son, I'm going to destroy everything that I got and follow your God. Those people, they came, they fasted, prayed for my brother, my brother was healed. And they said that my father decided to bring all, he said a bonfire, and my father decided to bring everything that he had to burn. This is what my mother told me. My mother said they put those things in the fire and they burn it, but one of the things was in the bottle. Every time that they put it in the fire, the bottle jumped out. Every day they put it back in the fire, the bottle jumped out. And they put it back in the fire and commanded it in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth to stay. My mother told me that that thing exploded like bomb. In the name of Jesus, every knee shall bow in heaven and on earth. And all tongues shall confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God. When I was growing up, I saw them bring people who were almost dead to a compound. My dad would pray for them and they would get up and go home. We see miracles upon miracles upon miracles. What am I trying to say to you? When you come to the knowledge of the Lord Jesus Christ, every knee bows. 
because of the Lord Jesus Christ in you. So in the story, this man thought about how the father would leave his body and travel into the spirit world. So one night, he went to this home to cast a spell on a person. And when he got there, he couldn't penetrate the house. Normally, he would go right through the wall without any hindrance. He was so surprised. He thought, this is strange. Why can't I get it this time? So he then went over and looked in the window and saw this man he was looking for. He described him as being extremely dark, but shining all around him were people that were lit up. This man was sitting and there were people that were lit up sitting around him. They were lit up so bright, like brand new light bulbs. This man said it was the most brilliant light he could ever imagine. Come to find out later on, what he saw was a group of young people that had gone over to this man to teach him the word of God. Because they were there, this occult person could not penetrate the hand. He said, later on, this man said to his son, if Christians only knew the power that they have in the world, they would never again be afraid of Satan. This is a true story. You may not feel powerful in the natural, but in the spirit world, you are glowing with God's glory. In the unseen realm, you are radiating a brilliant light. In the unseen realm, you are protected and you've been set apart so that you can be a light. You know why? Because of the resurrection power that is. But how do you activate this resurrection power? This incredible power that God has deposited in you. It is by believing, not giving to fear. You know what the Bible tells us? God, let me tell you this. A lot of times the enemy wins a battle by default. He doesn't do anything. All that he just does is to intimidate you and get you to be afraid. Because if you are afraid, then he's already got you. How do you activate this dynamic, incredible power that God has deposited in you? Just so you don't give in to fear. Now, fear will attack every one of us. But you don't have to give in to fear. The psalmist says, what time am I afraid? I will trust in the Lord. As I was thinking about it, God said to us, you people talk so much about your faith that you have begun to believe in your faith instead of believing in me. When something comes against us, we say, oh, I wish I had faith. Now, you know that I'm one who teaches that you should have faith, you should develop faith, and so on and so forth. But I have seen God do things for me, Linda, when I did not have any faith. He just came in and did things for me because he's God. God said to me, you people depend too much on your faith. You have relied so much on your faith. Then you don't have faith in me. You go around and say, oh, I'm not really sure that I have faith for this. No, you have faith for everything that you are facing now. Because when God designed you, he placed in you everything, Terry, that will enable you to handle everything that you are facing right now. So instead of going around thinking I'm not sufficient for this task, how about you go around and say, yes, I'm powerful. Somebody say, yes, I'm powerful. I am anointed. I am strong. I am glowing with God's glory. Did you hear what I said? Not with my glory, but with God's glory. I'm heavy with God's heaviness. Some of them I'm heavy with God's heaviness. Don't you know that the enemy is blinded? You remember the story of a soul of a Tarsus trying to go and stop the Christians? The Bible tells us that in Acts chapter 9, verses 3 and 4, it says, As he saw journey, he came near Damascus, and suddenly, some of the suddenly, some of the suddenly, a light shone around him from heaven. Then he fell to the ground and heard a voice saying to him, Saul, Saul, why are you persecuting the Christians? No. He said, why are you persecuting me? Because Saul was not persecuting the Christians. He was persecuting the Jesus that was in the Christ. So you may not see it with your physical eyes, but in the unseen rain, you are shining so brightly that you have blinded the enemy. The powers of darkness have been blinded. The enemy cannot penetrate your house. He cannot penetrate your business. Hallelujah. 
He cannot penetrate your body. He will try to attack your body and your house and your children. But he cannot preach. He cannot preach. Oh, Jesus, help me. Penetrate. He cannot penetrate your future, not your business, not your finances. You know why? Because there's a hedge of protection around you and your household and your business and your children. Well, Pastor Josh, you don't know my children. You don't know your children. You don't know your children. You are looking at your children in the natural. But there's a hedge of protection around that child. It doesn't matter what he or she is doing now. She is hope. He is hope. So you have nothing to worry about. You don't have anything to be afraid of. Because as a believer in Jesus Christ, nobody can put a curse on Remember when the children of Israel were coming out of Egypt? There was this person that asked this prophet to go and put a curse on the children of Israel. And he tried. He said, I cannot. He said, why? Because these people are blessed. I mean, you're talking about complaining people, griping people, people in the natural who did not deserve anything. But he said, he said I've tried. I can't curse these people. They are not in the best of their behavior, but they are blessed. As a believer in Christ, nobody can put a curse on you. They can say whatever they want, it will bounce back to them. It bounces off of you. That's why the Lord Jesus says, when you bless, blessing comes to you. When they curse you, the curse goes back to them. Don't you know, my God, that God has already put his blessing on you. The power to prosper. You cannot but prosper. God has already blessed you. And the blessing always overrides the curse. That means that it doesn't matter what the enemy tries to put on your children, your business, your job, your body. Cancer doesn't have any chance. Kidney disease does not have any chance. Migraine headache doesn't have any chance. It doesn't matter how many businesses close down around here. You will arise and shine. For your light has come and the glory of the Lord has risen upon you. The blessing always overrides the curse. Another good news today is that somebody has already gone down your path and cleaned it of everything that could harm you. I don't know that you heard me. Somebody has already gone before you to clean up the path and clear it of everything that could harm you. So you have nothing to fear. You know why? Because a little over 2,000 years ago, Jesus came to the earth. He went about healing, teaching, forgiving, showing love. But the religious people didn't like it. They got jealous, critical, found false. Even though Jesus did no wrong, they falsely accused, condemned him, crucified him. The soldiers mocked him, ridiculed him, hit on him. They saw that that was the end. But we know the story yeah. that up from the grave he arose yeah. with the mighty power over his foe. He arose from the dark and he lives forever. He says, listen, people, you are looking at somebody who died, but I'm alive. I'm real. I'm going to be living forever. Whatever was dead in your body, in your business, in your family, in your children, in your relationship. He's been resurrected by the power of resurrection. And he's going to live forever. Just follow God. Stop trying to stop the enemy because the enemy has already been stopped. Don't you know that Jesus had the power to stop them? But he did not because he knew. He knew the end from the beginning. His detractors, his enemies did not know the end. But Larry, Jesus knew the end. Somebody here shout hallelujah. hallelujah. 
In John chapter 10, 17 to 19, Jesus said, The Father loves me because I give my life in order to take it back again. No one takes my life from me. I give my life of my own free will. I have the authority to give my life. And I have the authority to take my life back again. This is what my Father ordered me. So in spite of the fact that Jesus did nothing, his enemies, his detractors, they nailed him to the cross. Spikes in his hand and his feet. Jesus had all the power to have stopped them, but he did not. Why? Because he knew that he was born to die. He knew what the will of God is. He had to die so that you and I will live. But he also knew that after dying, he would be raised back to life. You know that uh, it's not over yet, glory. It's not over yet, you watching me. It's not over yet. God always has the last say. And when he spells it out, it comes to pass. Let me tell you this, my friend. Just because you have the power to do something doesn't mean that you should do it. What do you mean? Find out from God, what is your will for my life? Just because you can fight back in the flesh doesn't mean that you should. How about you just let God fight that battle? Just because you can tell them what you think doesn't necessarily mean that you should. Just let God fight that battle for you. Jesus could have called 10,000 angels to help him fight his enemies. He could have ended it in a split second. The angels were standing waiting for him to give a command for them just You see, if Jesus did that, he would have stopped God's will. You and I would not be sitting here praising Jesus. Let me tell you this, that the nails didn't hold Jesus on the cross. It was his love for you and me. He did it for you, for me, and for the whole world. High on the cross, the earth that he spoke into existence began to tremble because he sensed something was not right. How could they crucify an innocent person? There was great earthquake. The sun that Jesus created turned back and refused used to shine. It got dark in the middle of the day when the soldiers saw the very earth revolting because the earth said, look, this man is innocent. Why do you kill him? The soldiers saw the very earth revolt. They said to one another, sure, he was. He said, he created the sun. The sun, the sun is up shining. He created the earth. The earth is rebelled against what we've done. There's no doubt in our heart that this must be the son of God. Nothing like this has ever happened before. We've never seen anything like it. You know what you are going through now, God is going to use it to speak to the enemy to let them know that uh, you are not living in, you may be living in Egypt, but you are living in Goshen. When Jesus breathed his last breath on the earth, the veil in the temple, you remember that big thick curtain that used to divide the court of the people from the holy of the holy. It tore, it tore in the middle. Behind the veil was supposed to be the holy of the holy. That was where the ark of God was set. The ark of the covenant was there. And God was supposed to be behind the curtain. Nobody could go there. And the priest could only go there once a year. So all of a sudden, they were rich. It wasn't to let God out. It was to let you in. No, you did not get it, did you? All of a sudden, this, when Jesus died, God said, Jesus said, it is finished. God said, that this is all that I have been waiting. The veil was cleaved from the middle. Torah open. It wasn't to bring God out. It was to let you in. Now we all can come boldly to the throne of grace. You don't need anybody to go to God for you. Now that does not necessarily mean that you should not have people pray for you. But somebody is going to take over and say, oh, I don't need anybody. I don't need a pastor. I don't need... You know, that, that's not what he's talking about. He's, he's saying that the veil has been split so that uh, instead of you uh, having somebody go and get God for you, you can go and get God for yourself. You don't need anybody to take God to you because you can know God for yourself. That's what I'm trying to teach in this church, that you know God for yourself so that when I am on vacation, you can still know God for yourself. When I'm in Nigeria, you know God for yourself. You say, oh, I wish that, I wish that pastor was here. What about all the teaching that I have been giving you? It is for you to know God for yourself. You don't need 
a pastor now call pastor and ask to agree with you but you have to agree with God first you can go to God for yourself that's why I said I can go to God for myself now I'm not talking about being arrogant and saying I don't need anybody sometimes you even get to the point I don't need God let me tell you this my friend God wants to talk to you in a personal and intimate manner he wants to be your friend he's not a God that is hiding behind the veil so that the holy person can go and talk to him for you. it doesn't matter how religious you are or how religious you are not it doesn't matter the kind of mistakes that you made last night it doesn't matter what you are struggling with right now Jesus took your place touch your son said Jesus took my place he bore the penalty of your sins he paid the price for every mistake every wrong that you did and every mistake that you made his blood covered it all once and forever some of the ones and forever the veil is open some of the devil is open he is waiting for you to come close to him and I can hear somebody saying pastor George I'm not a religious person I did not grow up like you grew up I wasn't raised in a church like I'm not talking about religion I'm talking about relationship religion can kill you a relationship with Jesus can resurrect you. he came to have a relation is anybody here listening to me Jesus did not come to bring religion to you he came to bring himself to you so that you will have a relationship with him he has a purpose for you he has a destiny for your life let me say this that jesus is the one who created he knows the reason why you are here all you need is to come in agreement agree with jesus that you need him you need him as your savior you need him as your banker you need him as your protector you need him as your provider you need him as your guide you need him for everything in your life Some of the I need Jesus. Agree with him as your savior, as your provider, as your protector, as your guide, as your healer. Then humbly invite him into your life to be your savior in every area of your life. And if you do, I promise you in the name of Jesus that your life will more will be more rewarding and more fulfilling than ever. To God be the glory, honor, dominion, power forever and ever. Thank you for listening to Changing Mindset Podcast by Pastor George Uta. Help us to share this message. We hope you will subscribe so you can receive the latest podcast to keep you inspired during the week. We are praying for you. We know God best for you is still ahead. Call 706-485-0166 for more information and be blessed.